Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 403, I think. The 403rd episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future, uh, the, the the near future. The books on this week's final order cutoff list, I do believe the date on that is the, uh, the 26th is what we're going to call it here. So... Um, yeah, let me be going over any of the speculation that you might want to, you know, get your hands on this week. And I'm, I'm not sure how much there is, actually. We're going to find out. We're going to remember together. Um, yeah, yeah, lots of stuff. Or maybe not. I don't know. Definitely stuff to talk about, though. Some exciting stuff for sure. We'll see how much money you make off this week's FOC list. Um, yeah, before I get into this, I want to shout out. One of my favorite places to get all of my uh, my my nerdy material, you know, shit's expensive in Denver, so I go elsewhere. As a matter of fact, it's you know I save so much money by going over to three hundred seven nerdsforever.com that uh, you know I mean it's it's almost it's almost worth the gas driving out there from Denver, you know. That's how much money you save when you shop 307nerdsforever.com. And use code CHEERS when you're checking out and save yourself even more money. I mean, it's already super discounted. And yeah. So hit them up, man. 
hit them up. Nerds forever. Uh, let's let's get into this. You know, I got like a whole new thing going on here with this uh this streamyard thing. Oh shit, it worked. All right, yeah. So we're gonna go over this week's books. Um, talk about some indies. We're gonna start with the stuff that's in the uh, previews catalog. So it's gonna be your Marvel and a chunk of your indie publishers there, and then we'll head on over and see what the hell DC's doing. Um, so let's just get right into this. We're gonna start out with a uh, whatnot, whatnot publishing. You know, you may recognize that name outside of publishing. You know the. They're business people is what they are. <laughs> That's what they are. Um, they're in the business of making money. And, you know, they branched out. Now, I mean, if they're going to sell a shit ton of comics and exclusives and stuff, why not broaden their, their market, publish it uh, a little bit more widely? And, uh, yeah, so that's what they're doing here. Um, I mean, they got Wesley Snipes dropping books through their uh, label. So, I mean, like I said. Their business folk over at whatnot. Uh, just one title though, but in the most whatnot of fashions, plenty of variant covers for this issue number three. Because you know how collectible those number threes are, baby. Gotta catch them all. Sorry, meal salty. Um, it's not meant to be salty. There's no salt. There's no salt. Uh, we have The Exile, number three. Uh, four covers to choose from here. Uh, yeah, lots of different styles. You got your movie variant. Yeah. Uh, now it says, written by Wesley Snipes. and It's got three writers on the project, to give you any idea of, you know. Sorry. I mean, even Keanu Reeves and his Berserker had... <laughs> you gotta help people. These movie stars, they, they just... I admire the fact that they want to get into comics, you know, it tickles my heart a little bit, but at the same time, it's, <laughs> no, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. See what the hell's going on over at vault. Got some stuff here. We've got door to door night by night. Number five looks like a couple of covers to choose from here. And, uh, Oh, my, my, my money shot comes again. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Raunchy, raunchy. Fun story, though. You know, I did read issue number one. Uh, I, <clears throat> I, I I, didn't not like it. It's just, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really need porn in comics. You know, <laughs> it's just not my style of read. You know, and it's not something you read out in public. Let's put it that way. It's not safe for work at the very least. Um, but quite naturally, you have your uh, your poly bag booby covers. Who knows what's under those? There's a flower, and uh, just you know, just a poly bag. The flower variant. Good lord! Come on, come on. Um, it's about scientists in space. Uh, the 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 bone on camera. You know, they're like the first uh, OnlyFans. Only they're paying for their research with their with their butts of uh, valiant entertainment oh exo exo's back on the foc list this week uh, this is number two no uh, who i forgot who's doing this series yeah becky clunan mike conrad liam sharp come on that's exciting that is exciting just two covers to choose from on that one sharp on the a cover and uh 
What is that? Valentin Searcher? Searcher? Oh, and uh, if you want to see what I'm seeing here, you know, this, this uh, for the most part, this show is broadcast live, YouTube, Facebook, you know, um, those places. And, uh, yeah, so if you want to catch the episode, you know, unfiltered, I don't think I really filter out much. I don't do any post-editing for the most part. Um, but, I mean, if you want to see what I'm seeing, you know, this is a 50% visual uh, media here. So, yeah. yeah, we'll learn together in real time. Anything happening over at Titan this week? As a matter of fact, there is. We've got Blade Runner 2039 number four. Looks like one, two, three covers on that one. Uh, Kamen Rider 01 number four. All right. Looks like three covers on that one. And (laughs) Mariachi? Morality. <laughs> uh, I need to read more comics. I just can't say words like that with R's. If, it has, if it's got two R's in it, it's, it's not happening with me. Um, but for you smart folk out there, I think you get what I'm trying to say here. Two covers on this one. Issue number three, due to be ordered by the 26th. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, source point. From SourcePoint Press, we have Ben Mortara. There we go again with the fucking R's. <sighs> Mortara. I think I got that one. And Thieves of the Golden Table. What was that, number two? It's a little four-part miniseries there. Um, Curse of Cleaver Country, number two. One, two covers on that one. There is an FOC variant on that one. What's that mean? That means that... uh. You don't order it through the FOC, you ain't getting that shit. Pre-order your fucking books. Uh, Deep Dark, number two. Oh, yeah. All right. What is that? I don't know what that is. Who's doing this? David Sundra, all the way through. It's number two, so I'm not going to read the description and possibly accidentally give any of the plot from the first issue away, but I don't know. It's kind of neat. Was that like werewolves or something? Uh, definitely dark. Uh, Franklin and Ghost. Here's a number one. This is an eight-parter. Oh, shit, Garrett Gunn. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm immediately getting Calvin and Hobbes, Spencer and Locke type of vibes out of this, but, you know, different kinds of creatures, I guess. <laughs> who's, who's drawing it? Nick Torres. Uh, that's a Marcello Trom. A cover there. In anticipation of the upcoming animated series, Franklin and Ghost are back. Oh, okay, this is a thing. Uh, Remastered in a brand new format. In a last-ditch effort to see more of the universe before accepting their inevitably boring lives as miners on their home planet, Defillion, Franklin and Ghost steal a ship and head out for one last adventure. Sure. Uh, yeah, and then they crash on Earth, and then, you know, fucking adventure. So, there you go, Garrett Gunn, it's gonna be fun. What have we got for covers here? Just two. What is that, Trom Clark and Shelton in the cover there? Alright. <clears throat> We've got Nightwalkers number four, it's a little four-part miniseries. Two covers to pick from on that one, but do it by Sunday, 26th. Uh, we've got Zombicide, day one. Wrapping up with fourth issue there. Who's doing this one? I feel like I 
I guess not. For some reason, I thought I knew the people on that, but I don't know. Uh, one, two covers there, and that's going to wrap up all, all the source points order list. Now we're going to scoot on up here. Uh, black mask? Black mask? Fucking mouse. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got... Oh, it's trade paperback. Uh, God killer. For those I love, I will sacrifice. Such a metal-ass name, man. Such a cool title. Um, you know, I, I think I read the first issue of the first volume, and I just felt like it was too smart for me. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I might have just been in a weird brain fog or something, but I mean, it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful to look at. I just wasn't totally sure what I was reading. And I'm not taken away from the book. Like I said, I'm saying it was too smart for me. Uh, what, what is this? AWA. Uh, Black Tape, number three. It's a little four-parter. And just, there's three covers on this. Oh, the heavy model homage. Dope. Dig it, man. Fucking dig it. Black Tape. Sounds cool. Sounds right up my alley. Uh, Aftershock. Chicken Devil. Sorry, Chicken Devils. Apparently, there's more than one. Hold on. I'm confused. That's not what the thing says. I think it's just Chicken. Oh, no, it is Devils. So is it new? Is it different or something? Like, is this part two? Did I miss a whole bunch? Hmm. Have I been saying it wrong the whole time? Probably. Probably. Uh, yeah, this one's taken a long time to, you know, spit out there, but it's coming, I guess. You know, here's some proof for you. Uh, at least there's good intentions, right? A blaze. What's going on in the blaze? Mighty Barbarians. All right, here's your number one. Bunch of covers here. There's an homage. Oh, look at that. Brave and the Bold homage. Uh, let's see what the Mighty Barbarians is all about. About? About? Michael Marizzi and Giuseppe Cafaro. I'm sorry, was it? That was, that was, that was out of line. Uh, <laughs> what, what the, what, what the fuck is the Mighty Barbarians all about? Oh, it's from the writer of Barbaric. All right. World hopping, skull crashing adventures of the Mighty Barbarians. They're barbarians. They loot, they plunder, they conquer. That's what they do. And they do it alone until now. When an unstoppable force starts consuming one world after another, sorceress Morgan Le Fay uses her magic to assemble a team of skull-cracking warriors who must somehow work together to save all of existence. And then about seven more sentences there. So you get the... You get the you, I mean, if you like Barbaric, that's the same creative team. Sounds fun. Here's a whole bunch of barbarians. Look at them just teaming up, being friends. You know, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> boom, boom studios. We have behold behemoth wrapping up at the fifth issue there. One, two covers. It seems, uh, we've got house of slaughter number 14, one, two, three, three covers. Ha ha ha. Uh, connecting cardstock variant. Blow that up a little bit. Neat. Who's doing that? Danny Luckert. Luckert. That's a fun name. Uh, sorry, I'm simple. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 107. 
two covers on that one. Dig the Jorge Corona cover. I dig his style, man. Whoa, what's going on there? They look... Oh, man. They look like they're zombies, kind of. You know, I mean, if, like, suits could, you know, rot, but not. I don't know. There's just something about them that says, something ain't right here. Uh, (laughs) Fucking moron. Uh, Buffy, or sorry, it's just Vampire Slayer. The University of Vampire Slayer. Uh, Number 13. Jesus Christ. See, these Buffy books, they get numbered all over the place. You know, they'll just like change the title without... But at the same time, here I go bitching, saying, oh, they're always trying to start another number one. But I feel like Buffy does the exact opposite. They're like, oh, no, we're going to keep it going, but we're going to change the name of the book after like nine issues. So, you know, search engines don't know how to work. But, you know, can't have your baby and eat it too, or something like that. Uh, (laughs) Dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Darkwing Duck, number four. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, we're at Dynamite here. Why am I counting covers? There's 7,000 covers to choose from for Darkwing Duck, number four. Because you know that everyone needs that number four. At least it's not another number one. Brian, what do you really want? Uh, We've got Deja Thoris, number two. Bunch of covers because it's Dynamite. Still scrolling. We've got Gurgles. Gargoyles, number five. God, I love these Lucio Perillo covers. Golly. Ah, Fucking A. I love it. So good. Lucio Perillo is so good. The Gargoyles are so good. Admittedly, I've only read issue number one, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was... It's what I want, man. You know, and they... Oh, yes, it's good. 1,738 covers to choose from on that one. Um, but Lucio Perillo is the clear standout. Not to take away from these other artists, but Lucio Perillo is the clear standout. Uh, Purgatory Must Die, number four. It's just the season of fours this week. Um, that's It's fours. Fours. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> get it together, Brian. Uh, yeah, lots of covers, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of covers because it's dynamite. Carrying on, we've got IDW from IDW. We've got Breath of Shadows, number four, digging the shiza out of these covers. And look at Bjorn Barons, just god damn he does creepy good you know and he he does like he's got a medium for sure you know there's like a style but it's not like all of his composition is the same you know i mean you could tell a bjorn baron's cover but none of it seems repetitious at least not yet you know i mean he's fairly new into the industry or at least kind of breaking through but not once I've been like, oh yeah, I feel like I've seen that one before. Just, you know, different faces and possibly colors. Um, but yeah. My Little Pony, number 12. 
a couple covers to choose from on that one. We've got Star Trek Deep Space Nine Dog of War. Is this the one with the corgi? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at you trying. Look at you trying real hard, Star Trek. You know, we're going to get girls to read and hipsters. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, it's like Yojimbo. Where when? Number two. Yeah, we'll cross the overreaction. There's an Eastman cover yet to be revealed. And then, uh, you know, Stan Sakai. Why is my, why does these sites load up like it's fucking 1992 dial up internet? Is it previews? What's going on here? It's like last month now. Just did a ping test. Shit's fast. Hmm. Anyway, Dark Horse. Oh, yeah. Excited about this little miniseries here from Steve Fox and Peter Kowalski. All eight eyes. Is it spiders? Well, yeah, look, spiders. Uh, <laughs> in the forgotten corners of post-9-11 New York City. Isn't that like... Okay, whatever. Skittering shapes in the darkness prey on the people society leaves behind. Oh, so like homeless and cripples and stuff. I mean, who do we who do we leave behind? I don't know. Uh, college dropout Vin Spencer family floats through life in a drug and party fueled haze until one terrible night sweeps him into a drifter's reckless war against the giant eight-legged horrors. Horrors stalking the city. Jaws meets arachnophobia. Jaws. Okay. And a new. <laughs> no, once was sharks mentioned. Uh, and a new vision of creature feature terror from Eisner nominated writer Steve Fox and dread inspiring artist Peter Kowalski. Yes. You yeah, know, I'm all about it, man. All about it. And it's going to be lettered good and colored good because Brad Simpson and Hassan Astamante Alao are fucking amazingly talented. Oh, everything about this just says success. Dark Horse coming in hot lately, man. I'm loving their stuff. How many covers? Just two. Just two. Ah, Stokey. Ah, noise. We've got Blue Book number three. It's a Tiny Onion production there. A couple covers. A couple covers. What's going on with that? I got glare and no glasses. Yeah, no, that's, that's just a dog. Oh, it's being beamed up, Scotty. I see now. I like it. What do they want dogs for? Uh, Order and Outrage, number two. <laughs> Order and Outrage. Sounds like the... Never mind. Uh, I'm going to say Facebook. Um, looks like two covers on that one. And then yeah. Star Wars, Nameless Terror, number two. I could have swore this was on last week's FOC, but I mean, there's nothing out there that it's saying, hey, you know, fucking new characters, but it's new Star Wars stuff. And any Star Wars title at any given time has the potential to, to be low key. And, you know, because there is no confirmations yet with anything like that, you know, just, just got to play with your guts a little bit. Not play with your guts. Um, think with your guts a little bit. Weird. Uh, 
And, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if me just saying play with my guts or, you know, that title is, you know, I got a gut feeling right now about that book. You know, but once again, nothing confirmed. But might not be highly printed on account of, you know, fucking, it's number two. It's not a number one. So, gotta take that into consideration. Uh, from Image, we've got um, a weird one here from Larry Todd. Completely remastered for a new generation. Dr. Atomic, the pipe and dope book. I mean, it looks like some some crumb type of stuff here. Com uh, building a greenhouse, the care and maintenance of home growing, how to make hashish, and much, much more. What the fuck? Whether you're new to the culture or a seasoned veteran, this is the only reference book you'll ever need. And for $4? Bro. Um... I mean, remastered. I, I don't. Is this something that's been printed before? Just now in Technicolor, or I mean, pages added, or um, now there's words that they could say that they couldn't before. Not, I mean, but I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Has Image put out a weed book before? Yeah. Was it Image that did it? What was the... No, I don't think it was Image. Huh. I don't know. Probably not anything to that, but, you know. And there's a green blank sketch variant, so... I don't know. Fucking someone to doodle on it, I guess. <laughs> Larry Todd. Uh, we've got The Forged, number one. It's going into a second printing. Neat, looks like, based off my little thumbnail here. This is um, how you say uh, prestige format. There we go. Prestige. There's a couple covers there. Gunslinger Spawn, number 19. Oh, yeah, Mark Brooks, baby. Golly, that's nice. I think they're all connecting, if I remember right. Yes, really good. And uh, quiet you. Thomas Selly on the B cover. Hitomi, number five. A little five part miniseries wrapping up there. Uh, image and. Uh, wait, yeah, no, Image 30th anniversary anthology. Number 12. There you go. We've got Immortal Sergeant, number four. It's a nine part series. Uh, Magic Order 4, number 4. Uh, it's a six-issue miniseries there. Oh, it's Mark Miller. There you go. Um, one, two, three covers on that number 4. I'm telling you, just these number 4s just getting all the love. Uh, no one number 1 getting a second printing. Oh, that's a good sign. So this is out of the Radiant Black Verse, I believe. Uh, and then no one... Number two, due to be ordered by Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And if you listen to the ODPH podcast, and if you don't, you should. Um, I mean, if you like anything at all, then ODPH has a take on it. Normally pretty uh, pretty positive, you know. 
So, and they are all about no one. Not that I'm not. I'm just, I'm so far behind in the Radiant Black universe. Just so far behind. But if you want to get caught up, follow Parlay Points, ODPH podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ordinary Gods, number 11. Mm-hmm. Due to be ordered by Sunday. Uh, Rogue Sun, more. More Radiant Blackness. That sound oddly racist when I said it. Uh, number 12. Summoner War. Awakening, number one. It's Oh, here's a number one. What do we got going on here? I feel like this is a thing, though. It's already a thing. Might be. No. Looks familiar. Possibly not. Justin Jordan, Luca, Luca Claretti, and Igor Monti. Civil War rages across the land of Alea. These armies summon magical creatures to battle each other in a seemingly never-ending struggle and newly trained summoner... It's Pokemon, is what it sounds like. It's not their words. I just kind of chimed in there. But it sounds like Pokemon wizards, you know? So, you know? (laughs) Uh, another number one, another number one terror war with the fucking R's people. Uh, Salanin Ahmed and Dave Acosta. What a team here. This is a number one image debut with the sci-fi horror series about working people fighting mind bending monsters. Mm. Blue city was the last livable place on earth. Now it's crawling with terrors. Creatures that transform into their victims' worst fears. Mm-hmm. Humanity's last hope. Uh, Muhammad Cho and his overworked, underpaid crew of freelance terrifiers. What? They just that—that that was okay. Apparently, those people exist in the book. What they do, I don't fucking know. That was just the sentence. Muhammad Cho and his overworked, underpaid crew of freelance terrifiers. Terrifier, terrorizers. We're not heroes, we're contractors, it says. All right, well, despite the butchered uh, the description there, sounds kind of neat. Terror roar. Looks like a one word. Terror roar. <laughs> Daniel Warren Johnson on the cover. What? Burrow. That looks fun. His covers tell such a story as a cover should. It doesn't just be a face. There's some shit going on there. Uh, yep. Yeah. And we got time before time number 22. Somehow. Uh, two covers on that one. We've got Voyages number five. One, two covers there. Uh, Walking Dead Deluxe number 60 to one. Uh, four covers because. Why not, man? It's The Walking Dead, I guess. Number 61 already. Neat. Looks like that's going to wrap it up for the indies coming out of Diamond this week. Let's see what the fart's going on over at Marvel. Huh? We got a facsimile. Uh, Adam Warlock, Strange Tales, number 178. Quite naturally with Guardians of the Galaxy coming up here, Shuni. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Um, Alien. Number one, uh, again, for the third time. 
Uh, I, I, you know, this the Clan Shelby variant's pretty fucking neat. But I feel like it's a wasted opportunity at like a super 90s foil, kind of like 3D situation. You know? But when I blow it up, I realize now it's just a face grabber and ice. It's not. So that wouldn't make sense. You know? But, yeah. Now I get it. Now it's not, but... You know, it'd be cool still if it wasn't like that, you know, and it was just like popping out of there a little bit. <sighs> Avengers Beyond, number two. Looks like one, two covers on that one. Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, number three. One, two covers on that one. Two main covers, at least. Uh, Captain America, Symbol of Truth, number 12. Is there something to this one? Maybe not. Few covers there. Uh, Clobber in time, number two. Oh, yeah, baby. It's Thing. The Thing. The University of Thing. Uh, Daredevil, number 10. Is that a Kevin Eastman variant? Oh, it most certainly is. So I would say this is probably one to keep your eyes on. I think it's the first time I've said that this week. You know, aside from a couple of intriguing number one indies. This one, I don't know. Kevin Eastman doing Daredevil? That's fun. You know? Because, you know, the inspiration and all. Uh, I dig it. And even the A cover, that deserves a good blow up there. That's pretty fucking rad. Oh, Cap. Oh, wait, no, that's not Cap. The US agent? Who shielded that? Hmm. Interesting. I am a couple issues behind on Daredevil. As with Deadpool. Fuck. Oh, Valentine's Day. As is Marvel. <laughs> oh, shit. There you go. So, Deadpool number six. It's Valentine's Day time, I guess. Um, Two months later, by the time this releases... Okay, but I guess at the same time, it'd be a waste not to do a Valentine's Day. Did you have to do a Valentine's Day Deadpool book? Is it a must? Mole Man, getting the Alex Ross timeless treatment there. Dig it. Um, and then there's a, uh, a, a Heron variant. Heron? Heron? Doctor Strange number two. Oh, good covers there. That looks like Alex Ross. Who that? Oh, like two. Shit, fucking Alex Maleev. Ah, that's another cover I got a feeling about. That's a great cover. I like it, you know. Uh, and there's a Stormbreakers variant done by Warnick. And there you go. Three covers, it seems, that Doctor Strange number two has. Order it by Sunday. Guardians of the Galaxy, Bane of Ballastar, number one. Ralph Macchio. <laughs> Not that Ralph Macchio. So Ballastar is back and has launched a new Inquisition to take over the galaxy. The Guardians must act fast if they hope to stop him. But it looks like this found family is having problems of their own. Can the Guardians get it together before it's too late? Don't miss out on a classic Guardians of the Galaxy tail neat 
Nova's all up in there. See, I have a feeling Nova's going to get introduced in the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I just got a feeling. Um, But I honestly don't really follow any of the movie hype spec shit. Don't really care anymore. Which is sad to say. You know? It's kind of sad to say that I don't give a shit what goes on on in the movies now. Whatever happens, just happens. But the market, you know... That's why I'm doing this for you people. It's not for me. Uh, um, two, three covers, it looks like. Uh, Hulk, number 14. I believe this one's ending soon. I believe. It says finale question mark. So, yeah. Um, you know, Titan's going to be unleashed, it looks like. Oh, there's got a young variant. What's going on here? Oh, is that, is that supposed to be Titan? All right. Kind of looks like Groot, but, you know. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> all babies look alike, I guess. Uh, do, do, do. Invincible Iron Man number five. We've got a connecting variant. We've got a sweet-ass Phil Noto variant. What is going on there? Vincenti. Stormbreakers variant? Oh, it's got Groot on it. Because for some reason, everything's Groot right now. I don't know why. No, I, uh, Is it like an anniversary of Groot or something? Or I don't know. Uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat wrapping up with the fifth issue. For sure, for sure. Fifth issue. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, not sure why this needed to happen, you know, thought it was just kind of a dark web crossover thing, but, you know, I guess, I guess that happens, wrapping up, we've got Monica Rambo Photon, number five, a couple covers to choose from there, that's wrapping up, uh, Scarlet Witch, number three, is getting a second printing, all right, um, you may be wondering why a lot of these, like, not so specky books are getting reprints. It's because you don't pre-order your fucking books. That's why. That's why. Um, there's no reason for this book, at least to my knowledge, and she, I guess, isn't super far right now, that uh, <laughs> this book should be getting a reprint, other than the fact that a bunch of people just forgot about it. Because they just expected it to be on the shelf. And it wasn't. And the series is good. I'm like, well, I want to keep reading it. And now you got to get a second printing. Because you didn't pre-order. Um, I could just do this book, or this this episode on Wednesdays, or Tuesdays, before books come out. You know, we play that game. See how fucking much money that makes you, though. Pre-order your goddamn books, people. God damn. Makes me angry. Sins of Sinister Dominion, number one. But at the same time, it is kind of cool for the creator to be like, hey, man, number three sell out. My shit's dope. People still want... I mean, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, more power to the creators for that. But, you know, yeah. Um, I guess it is good for the A cover value, you know. Maybe it's worth a dollar more if you did actually pre-order it. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's good. You fuckers don't all pre-order your books. 
you know, let us just, yeah, let us just have our number or our first printings. You, you guys got second printings. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> Sins of Sinister, Dominion, number one. Uh, Karen Gillan, nice. Lucas Warneck, is that the second time I've said this name so far this week? Hmm. Paco Medina, Lionel Francis, you getting a dope-ass cover. I actually have the poster for this. I believe it's this poster in my press right now. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, seven trillion deadly sins. That's, that's a lot of burn in there, people. A thousand years of hell and damnation comes to end with the loudest scream in history. And for the truly guilty, there is no escape. Can the future change the present? Or will we just make all the same mistakes again? That's, that's what we're going to do. Um, either way, the present will have to live with the future's sins. Yeah, you got Come on. Mr. Sinister getting his own shit. I think it's going to be popular. Hey, look, Groot's on that Stormbreakers variant. What an idea. Did they just give Scott Summers, like, America's ass? And... Okay. All right. And why does it look like... You know, it kind of looks like... Is Groot... Groot kind of looks like he might be into. See, this is why you need to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I think Groot has wood, people. Um, (laughs) Did we just get slipped like a fucking little mermaid? Like, whoop, Disney. (laughs) You don't see twigs coming off anywhere else. I'm going to click on it again. No, you do not. He's he's very well manicured everywhere else, but then there's just this this peculiar little protrusion just coming out of the groinal area. Yep. While he's looking at that ass. I mean, any <laughs> Eric Baz is it at Eric? It wouldn't be Eric. No, it's Jan. He's not not an up-and-comer. Yeah, Jan. It's a lady, I think. Basel Dua. (laughs) (laughs) I've clicked on it four times. Um, There's an apocalypse timeless treatment going on there. Um, And then the Steven Scovia variant. You know, as a Vader fan, this cover makes me slightly sad. Uh, Darth Vader number thirty-three. It looks, it looks as though. What the fuck's her name? God damn it! What's her name? I forget her name. Sabi, Sabi, yeah, yeah. Is she gonna take that opportunity? I doubt it. It'd be a weird time to kill Darth Vader. Issue number 33. He ain't going down like that. It ain't gonna happen. Uh, we got our It's a Trap variant. That's neat. Is it Akbar? I don't know. I mean, I hate to say it, but all those fish people look alike to me. You know. Uh, oh, more Star Wars and more Darth Vader. 
We've got black, white, and red. This excites. Jason Aaron. Um, Peachy Mocos. Hmm. So part of it's going to suck. But uh, two-thirds of it's going to be good at least. Um, Torin Grabek, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think... I do think that David Pepos is even going to get a... Uh, not necessarily an issue number one, but I think he's getting a Vader black, white, and red tail too. Just like with Moon Knight. <sighs> yes. I I mean... We might get the first, like, meh Vader thing to come out of, you know, Star Wars in decades. Well, not decades, years. Um, yeah, it's kind of a bummer that's got to be tarnished like that because the rest of that creative team is, I mean, very bonkers. And then they're just like, hey, <laughs> we got to... We gotta balance this out a little bit. I'm gonna throw some mamokos in there. And sorry, am I hating? I'm hating. It's been a minute. Uh oh, look at the Delato variant. See, this this is worthy of blowing up in this. I want that. That's that's the tattoo I want. That's the Vader tattoo I want. Oh my god! How is he always so fucking gangster? Like, how does that '70s ass helmet? Hold up. I know. Oh, oh. What the fuck? Turn it off. Turn it off. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Afra number 31. And as always, you know, in past Star Wars books mentioned, Vader books mentioned before, you never know. You never know with these Star Wars books, you know? Especially these like middle of the road, middle of the series issues. Um, anything can fly under the radar. Anything. Oh, look at the anniversary variant. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, Strange Academy Finals number six, due to be ordered by Sunday. One, two, three covers on that one. The trading card variant's fun. Everything's so fun. Everything can't be fun. Uh, Thor number 33. Oh, that Loki variant, bro. They made uh, you know, they kind of model them off of that like super cool version of Loki that was in that series. You know, it's pretty, that was very vague description. <laughs> you know, the one, hey, more Torin Grobic. Hey, Torin Grobic's doing Thor now. All roads lead to doom. What is this? Issue number uh, 33? Is that old Janie Foster's all worthy and shit again? Thor's taking a little nappy poo. Doom just kind of ominously standing there. Ah, uh-huh. nice. Very good, very good. Very good. Nick Klein's still doing art, though, so that's badass. But that timeless variant, I dig quite a bit. Um, so many covers for Thor. Huh. Venom Lethal Protector, Chapter 2, Number 2. It's a five-potter. I like how they're drawing Venom without the, you know, big old long tongue. It's very McFarlane-y. You know? 
which is when I mean lethal protector is kind of when I started drawing the long ass tongue, if I remember correctly. Was that what it was? Yeah, I believe so. Am I getting like Mandela affected on myself right now? Did Lethal Protector have the long tongue? Yeah, no, it totally did. I think. Yeah. Probably. Wasp number four. It's wrapping up fourth issue. Um mm-hmm. X23, Deadly Regenesis number one, getting a second printing. Yeah. And then lastly. Um okay. We've got a uh, an eight dollar facsimile here on a book that you can go out and buy the original for like six or seven dollars. So make money money, make money money. Good for you, Disney. Good for you. For the suckers. I mean, am I calling you a sucker if you get this book? No. Um, I kind of want to call you lazy. But I feel like it would take more effort to actually pre-order this book than it would to go to a comic book store and trip on a pile of them. I don't know. Something happened to this book? I get it. I mean, like, super staple issue there. Um, Well, it's the gatefold. So, you know, you'll be able to more than likely fold out and get all the connecting, you know, variants and shit. Okay. You might have me there. All right. Sold. <laughs> on to Lunar. We're going to exit on out of previews there. Uh, let's see what the fart's going on over at a Lunar. So lots of DC books, some under the radar, um, indie publishers. So, yeah, here we go. Uh, we've got Batgirls number 17 still going. It's actually kind of surprising. You know, I mean, uh, it's not like I've been reading it and thinking it's not good or anything, but, I mean, yeah. Just because you're not reading it, Brian, doesn't mean that it's not popular. I get it. I get it. But just Batgirls doesn't seem like a title that would go on for 17 issues during a whole, like, Dawn of DC era, you know, but shout out to them, man. It's who I forget who's doing this. Becky Cloonan, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Robbie Rodriguez, yeah, no, that's right. Jorge Corona still doing the covers. Neat. There's a pretty cool Robbie Rodriguez one in 25 on this one, so yeah. Um, hold on. A facsimile getting a second printing variant and then just making it blank. What are you? Are these companies? Are they just? Are they not making enough money? I mean, if that's the thing, I get it. Um, And that's quite possibly true to where they, they have to. But a second printing facsimile? And then a blank variant on top of it? Uh, I mean, who, who's who's the creative team behind Batman 357? Let's find out. 
because uh, my follow-up question is, are they even alive still to draw on it? I know that was kind of a mean question, but um, let's find out. Who did it? Come on. Fucking tell me. Gary, Jerry Conway, Don Newton, Alfredo Alcia, Adrian Roy, Ben Oda. Okay. Those are your options. Unless you're into, you know, like editors. And you got Nicola Cootie and Len Wine. If you're really reaching there. What's Jerry Conway doing these days? We're going to find out together. But first we have to spell it first. Okay, so he is still alive. You know. Um, I mean, he's really not that old at all, to be honest. That's an old picture, though. <laughs> um, and if it's not, then I guess he's de-aging. I mean, no, it'd be really cool to have Jerry Conway, you know, doodle on this. But, huh, all right. No, I guess there is no but. I don't know. It just seems odd. It just seems really odd to... A uh, fucking second printing facsimile? Isn't the facsimile the fucking reprint? I don't know. Redundancy. Batman, Superman, World's Final, number 14. See, things like that. I can't fucking get off of it. It takes away from the people that do actually pre-order the fucking books. Like, wh why didn't they get another shot at it? <laughs> and then, you know, as a completionist, why are you giving one more thing that I feel like I have to buy? You know? If that's what I'm into, at least. Um, in this case, that's not the case. But... I, I just... Grr. Batman Superman, World's Finest, number 14. Uh, a few covers to choose from on that one. Uh, 1 in 25. Hayden Sherman getting the 1 in 25. Cool. He's just stomping on Clayface there. Just fucking curb stomping him. Alright. What's Batman doing? Is he like... Flying? Oh, he's throwing batarangs. Okay, when I blow it up, it makes sense. Kind of looked like he was doing magic there for a second. Look at the... <laughs> I think Batman might have a chub too. Um, Bat dick. There's a 1 in 50. You know. Uh, we've got Black Adam number 10. Mm -hmm. 1, 2, 3, 4 covers. Including a 1 in 25. So, yeah, that new guy, you know, the, the, the new Black Adam, I guess. Ah, da, 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 that stuff again, that stuff again. Catwoman number 54. Good for you. It's... So, I look at this cover, and I think, okay, you know, they tried, they put a lot of work, you know, like they started out going real hard. Like on the the front, bottom, left-hand part of the, the situation here. 
And then they were like, and we need it tomorrow. And they were like, well, fuck. I don't know. Um, I mean, we all love David Nakayama. My, I think he's capable of better than that. Like I said, like this, this, this skull right here and the, the tread on the boots. Like this shit took some time. And then they were like, oh, autofill. Paint by number. Bloop, 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 bloop. I guess, you know, the, the, the camouflage there, you know, but that could just as easily be like a drag and drop pattern because it almost looks too realistic. Um, Brian, is it too is it too well done or not well done enough? I I, I can't decide. I can't. Um, <laughs> hey, oh, that's not sway. It is sway. Hold on, which one is it? Is it sway or swabby? Is he changing his name? Is he giving himself another name? Is it formerly known as sway? Joshua sway swabby. Has it always been sway swabby? And if not, it should be. He needs to drop the Joshua. Just be Sway Swabby. Because after I say that three times, I slightly drool on myself. Um, great cover. You know, I, I I could see collectors wanting it. Does she have a whole new outfit or something? Because this is like, what's up with these kitty ears? I mean, I get it. But. They're all, I don't know. It seems super fucking like, they're like Pikachu ears. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I, You know, and I can't tell what, I mean, not that it matters, but I really can't tell what race Catwoman is in this Nakayama one. It's like that episode of Community when they're designing the mascot for the human beings. <laughs> and they just have like all of the different types of, you know, facial features just in there together. I, I don't know. Very uh, non-binary, I guess. Um, and one in 25, Ryan Gonzalez on that one. And then apparently Sway Swabby is getting a foil one in 50. So there you go. Uh, done talked about it. Done talked about it. That's trade, trade, back, back. Um, Dawn of DC. We are Legion special edition. What is this? Bundles of 25. It's free. So, <laughs> so much to read. It's like the whole comic right there in the description. Hold on. Why is, why is there... What, what is going on? Is that Japanese in the cover? Oh. Hold on. Okay. Could be something to this. Let's read. We are legends. Did I say legion? Um, part of a year-long dawn of, dawn of DC storytelling initiative is set to make a major impact on the comics industry. In this story, in this here story, this may uh, <laughs> saved it with the launch of three six-issue series: Spirit World, The Vigil, and City Boy. 
that be them right there. Um, I'm pointing at the screen here. Let me circle it with the mouse. That be them right there. Uh, <laughs> each new character, no, each features new characters of AAPI heritage. What is that? Asian American Pacific Islander? Got it. Um, <laughs> as leads of their own books. So, okay, here's what's going on, people. Here's what's going on. Since they made the, the, I'm going to blame the description as just being fucking poorly worded and ultra boring. We got three new characters. Um, well, is Vigil new? I feel like Vigil might not be new. We got three characters leading their own books. At least th three new first, um, solo series is, I would imagine. Who the fuck is City Boy? You got any City Boy number ones? I don't have a City Boy number one. You got Spirit World number one? Um, and then uh, Vigil kind of looks like a, well, what's her face? But maybe with a different mask. I don't know. What was her name? Kazuki? Katumi? Kataki? I don't know. It starts with a K and ends with a Y, I'm sure. Or I. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa! Scared the fuck out of me. Everything is going off right now. Good lord. Um, I should have done this a long time ago. Turning off the phone. Now that I'm 98% of the way through. So, yeah, no, there's, there's, there could be something to this. Um, it's a free giveaway, so it's not going to be hard to find. But, you know, if these characters take off, then 10 years from now, this might be a cool little thing to have a bunch of, you know? If you've got that kind of space to just store away books for 10 years, because I don't think it's going to do anything for a while. But it, maybe it does. I don't know. Fucking who knows what James Gunn's going to do. Uh, this has my interest. Um, Silent Tales by Gustavo Duarte. And he's bringing his style of humor, Huma, to the DC universe in six short stories featuring funny moments in your favorite superheroes' life. lives. Where does Harley buy her mallets? What happens to Superman's radioactive clothes? What's a day off like for Cyborg? Be sure to check out this entirely silent comic. It's the Charlie Chaplin of book reading. Um, or something. I don't know. Uh, none of them make noise. So, aren't they all silent? Like, even the silent movies. You know, that fucking put up words and shit. You know? Um, would they? It wouldn't be mute. Uh... Hmm, what would be a different word to use? I mean, they don't talk, I guess. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the same thing, is all. Silent. You know? Maybe, maybe quiet? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm <sighs> stupid. I may not be a smart man. Uh, there's a 1 in 25... So that's neat. What's that cover look like all blown up? It's got some Lobo action. Zatanna. Oh, man. All right, cool. 
cool, cool, cool. Uh, DC Swore of the Undead Gods is wrapping up with the eighth issue. Look at that fucking Jay Anacleto homage. What is that homaging? Is it a movie homage? No. I don't know. There's a 125 Francesco Matina. That's fucking cool. Is that Shazam or Black Adam? Can't tell. Um, that's neat. You got like a total Crypt Keeper vibe going off there. Like none of... I guess the hand kind of matches. The face matches the hand. But other than that... I don't know. Once again, it kind of seemed like like worked really hard on certain parts, and then they were like, eh, negative space. And we'll call it lightning. Uh, you know? Still neat, though. Like, I can't tell. It looks like the Joker's face. Like, I keep clicking on it. It's driving me fucking nuts. I feel like Francesco Mattina is so much better than this. So much better than this. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Because, I mean, that's... That's not Shazam nor Black Adam's jawline, you know? Turning into a zombie doesn't elongate your jaw. I don't know. Or maybe it... Or pointify your jaw. Pointify? Make it pointier? I guess it kind of does elongate a little bit, but that's, I mean, that's Joker's jaw. Hmm. Uh, what's Deep Dark? Oh, we talked about this. We are we, we know all about this, or at least as much as we're going to know this episode. Uh, we've got The Flash, number 797. Now, possible first appearances in this. Um, you know, new neighbors or something, field trip, something, you know. Um, they're going to introduce new faces. How popular the characters become. Um, as, if I were... If I were to guess on a scale of one to ten, I'd say, hmm, hmm. You know what? I should come up with a different gauge for this. On a scale of uh, slapstick to Iron Man, um, I'm gonna call it Man Thing. That's that's how confident I am on a scale of slapstick to Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> um, that's not my, I mean, I'm not saying slapstick's one slapstick. My is 10 people don't, so don't come at me about that. I'm saying in, like, if you were what, level of popularity, you know, if, if you were to, you know, things, uh, <laughs> a couple, few covers to choose from on that one. Uh, there's one there's a one fifty, you know, um, 150s foil. Uh, Mad Cave. Hunt, kill, replete. Replete? Repeat. This is number two. So there you go. Hunt, kill, repeat, number two. Coming out of Mad Cave this week. Uh, there's more money shot. We're just in the M's. What's Never Ender? We talked about Never Ender number one. I remember Never Ender. Don't you remember Never Ender? Uh, Devin Craft. Yeah. The crafter of Never Ender. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, three issues on that one. Number two. We've got Nightwalkers, number four. 
I could have swore we just talked. What was the other one? Didn't we just talk about Nightwalkers? What was I talking about? I don't know. What was the one with the vampire? I don't fucking know. Um, Nightwalkers, number four. And we've got Nightwing, number 103. I dig the, the Jamal Campbell variant. That's cool. Got the blue shadow there. Um, drop shadow. I, I fucking like it. I like it. Um, all of them are pretty neat. Whoa, one in twenty-five is cool. Who's doing that one? Vasco Gregov. See, this is cool. He's got his rogues up here. Look at Heartless as his number one rogue right now. Kind of is, you know. Name a bigger rogue. Uh, you know, a bigger antagonist in the Nightwing rogues gallery than Heartless. If they, they did exist, they did now. What was it, Blockbuster? He did. Um, spoilers. Uh, Peacemaker tries hard, number one. I like this. Kyle Starks. Oh, it's going to be at least a little funny at the very least. Uh, Steve Pugh on the art. Nice. Got a cool little Eric Battle cover. So what's this all about? It's a long one. See how much of this I get through. Having earned his release from the Suicide Squad... Peacemaker wants to try and do normal superhero stuff for a change. Unfortunately, everyone, including the bad guys, thinks he sucks at superhero stuff. You know, I'm, I'm gonna stop there. It just sounds fun. Peacemaker tries hard. You know, look at that fucking glorious John Cena Trent chin. I used to hate that chin. I used to fucking hate it. Thought it was just obnoxious and over caricatured. Like, I'm sorry, John Cena looks like a fucking caricature. He does. Um, but it just as the peacemaker character, that chin makes all of the fucking sense. It's a fucking sweet, glorious chin. Um, a book that I'm sure is on nobody's radar, but just for giggles. Uh, oh, we're kind of running long this time. Ah, we'll giggle away. Uh, Pee Pee Poo Poo, number 420. It's a one shot. Because, you know, number 420, $10. Carolyn Cash. Once again, well, we got like, it, it, you know, we got a very like crumb type of vibe coming out of this, you know, very underground comics type of situation. Very much like that, that like Professor Bong Nuts or whatever that like stoner image comic was. I don't think it was anything close to Professor Bong Nuts. But there should be a Professor Bong Nuts now. Um, <laughs> uh, hold on. All right. Carolyn Cash's gay modern take on the 1960s underground comic continues. Discover the bloody dread of paying your freelancer taxes for the first time. Feel the surreal peace of waking up after your world has ended. Bond over the possibility of puking in a bar icebox. Features a cardstock foil cover. That's where your $10 is going. Um, all right. Hey, there's definitely an audience for this. And I might even find myself picking it up for shits and Google. I mean, pre-order it, you know? Pre-order it. I mean, I don't get it for five. I'm just saying. I'm going to get it for five dollars. You know. um, Pop Scars, number two. I like it. I'm still liking these covers. 
I should have grabbed. Did I don't remember if I grabbed number one and one. I I haven't been to the shop in a while, and you know while the store is being, um, you know, remodeled, I guess would be kind of the word for it. Uh, I haven't been ordering a lot of books, admittedly. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know. I I don't know what's waiting for me right now. I believe at this point I've got. Four, possibly five weeks of books waiting for me. Yikes. Uh, Stargirl, The Lost Children, wrapping up with the sixth issue there. Pretty neat. One in 25 on that one. Oh, I do believe there's a potential first in this one. We've got Superboy Man of Tomorrow, written uh, by Kenny Porter and drawn by John Oi Lindsay. Did I say that right? Connor Kent takes center stage. It's Connor. So we've got Adventures of Superman, which is um, John Kent. We've got Superman, which is Clark. And now we've got Superboy, Connor. Um, you know, which is, I guess it's fitting considering, you know, they're doing all the Robins are getting their own series. Um, you know, I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> we'll stop there. <laughs> I'm a little, a little sour that they ended, you know, Robin the way it did. And then Tim Drake, Robin, I never actually went to pick up, but, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't heard a lot of positive things about it, which, you know, I'm not excited to say, I'm never excited to say. So, yeah, but Connor Kent, and I'm not too familiar with this creative team, so. Who knows? Might be falling in love there. Those pants, those aren't his pants for real now, are did he always wear those tights? Huh. I don't all right, whatever. 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 No, it kind of looks like it. I mean. All right. <laughs> uh kind of a neat blank variant there, you know. It's, like a sky wispy faded blue, you know. I guess those pants are for real. It wasn't just that one time out at the club. He he rocks those. Why? Like I don't I don't know why anyone would like purposely be like, yeah, no tights is the right thing to do. You know, like I, that's part of the reason I can't watch professional wrestling. You know. Um, it's not that I'm uncomfortable with my sexuality. It just feels kind of weird to watch, you know, it's not like it's Olympic rules where, you know, this is what you have to wear. You gotta wear the little fucking banana hammock. No, they choose to wrestle in their underwear and tights on purpose. And don't give me, oh, flexibility, you know, um, cause I've seen Steve Austin go out there in fucking jean shorts and you know, just do it all the same. So, I don't know. So, tights, you know? Uh, <laughs> that's apparently on my mind suddenly. Triggered. Uh, oh, look at this Francesco Matina cardstock. Ah, that's pretty cool. I mean, look at that jaw. You've got like a fucking kingdom come jaw going on there. Nice. 
those glasses, but I could somehow still tell it's Superman. You know, glasses don't seem very, you know, um, masking in this one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, lots of covers. I don't know. There's a D and there's an E and there's an F. Steve, Steve Root on the F. Nice. There's a one in 25. There's a one in 50. There's a one in 100. I got the fucking hiccups. Is that it? No, I'm just got the hiccups and I can't click right. Uh, what is West? What is West? Oh my God, it won't go away. Let me drink this thing. It's probably going to give me hiccups harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, that didn't help. Um, John Grund, West, number three. I'm not familiar. What is this? Uncivil? No, no. I don't know who's putting this out. Oh. oh, there we go. Feeling better. Wonder Woman number 798. Cool covers. I don't know. I like those. Um, Specifically the Je- Jeff DeCal. I like it a lot. Uh, 125, 150. And uh, yeah, I think that does it. Sunny beaches. There we go. Uh, another poll list prioritize in the books episode was at 403 neat um you know i'm never gonna stop saying it i'm never gonna not judge you know people that call themselves comic book fans that don't pre-order their books you know i'm not saying you're not a fan but you could be a better fan you know there's room for improvement and it's not like I'm sitting here trying to get you to come over my store to do it with the fucking hiccups. Jesus Christ. Let me just try to fucking get this goddamn air out of me. Hmm. Um, yeah, no. So yeah, it's fucking it's it, it, all it does. All it does is help. There's no downside to pre-ordering your books unless you're the type of person to go, Oh, well, I went heavy on a book. You know, because I thought, you know, it was going to blow up a lot harder. And, you know, and it didn't. And I got 10 in this book. Well, guess what? You pre-ordered it. So if you could get cover price out of it, you're fucking great. You're great. You know, you're fucking Tony the Tiger. I'm spitting into the mic. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just pre-order. Where do you pre-order your books? Uh, well, it's your local comic book store. And if your local comic book store, you know, you don't have to go through Diamond or Lunar or anything like that. You don't have to fucking order from a catalog or I don't know how your fucking store does it, but just tell your store, you know, get done this episode. Go talk to your store down there. Fucking buy a book or a set of dice or you know, fucking sup- support your LCS. Say, hey. I'm going to promise you this money in three to four weeks when this book comes out. And, uh, that, you know, more likely, you're like, well, you know what? I'm going to give 10, 15, fuck, 20% off. Dude, at Mile High Comics, you can get up 40% off. I mean, you got to order, you know, a little more to get that. But, you know, by the last, you know, week, two weeks, sometimes 40% off your books, fuck, practically a retail tailor yourself the hiccups um it's live i can't stop it <laughs> so yeah and it 
helps the creators. Those pre-sale numbers or everything. Just, just do it. Do it. Do it. Um, what else do I have for you? Uh, if you're not following the social media, follow the social media. Uh, join the Facebook group, the Cheers Comics Facebook group. Get in the know of you know. There's all, all types of cool little creators in there. Pop in and out, share their stuff. You never know. Have yourself a little conversation with the creator at any given time. Um, you know, stay informed on what's going on with the show. Uh, uh, I'll, um, I, uh, what, what, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? I, uh, document my, my comic book restoration and pressing in the group and on social media. So, you know, if you're looking for, a comic book presser, someone to make your books shiny and upgrade your collection, just hit me up through social media. Um, Twitter, Facebook, probably the best places. I don't check my Instagram messages though. So um, if you've been trying to reach me through, I apologize. Um, let's see. What else? What else to get excited about? Uh, I'm on TikTok, in case you didn't know. Follow it on TikTok. I'm trying to get to that thousand member or follow marks. We start doing some whole different live content on that. You never know. You never know. Um, maybe even outside of comics. You know, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll open up some like magic boosters or something. Or you know, fucking I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll. I don't know. The <laughs> possibilities are endless. Who knows? Am I, I'm sorry. My 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 brain just like had fourteen and a half ideas what I can do with Twitter or um, uh, fucking uh, TikTok. I hate it. I fucking hate it. But <laughs> yeah, but I need your support to do so. So head on over there, get a follow. Um, fun little stuff, you know, CGC unboxings and like I said, uh, re restoration projects, micro reviews, whatever the fuck I have time for. So yeah. Um, fun interviews coming up here soon. I'm excited about, but I'm not going to sport anything because, you know, that's, that's how marketing works, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I will say this, that I am, um, talking with my, uh, my favorite working comic book cover artist right now. So it's a pretty big fucking clue. Pretty big clue. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a whole pile of requests from creators wanting to come through, but I'm only going to bring on the best, the best. So stay tuned and find out who I deem to be the best, you know, and if you don't get through and you're listening right now and you've said, Hey man, I want to come on your show. I got a book. Doesn't mean, don't, you know, <laughs> it doesn't mean any. It doesn't doesn't mean I think any less of you, but right now, uh, during my uh, rebuild stages after being gone for damn near a year, only the best. So, <sighs> I reckon that that's going to do it for this here episode. Um, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. I will talk to you the next time. There's things about comics to talk about. Cheers.
Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.